Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Lawyer's Toolbox on Law Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nick Augustine. This show is produced by Law Publicist Communications, an ALR PRA incorporated company. Law Publicist Communications is a full-service public relations agency focused on law firms and service industry professionals. Law Publicist Communications is headquartered downtown Chicago, Illinois, and serves greater Chicago, Denver, Los Angeles, New York, and Washington, D.C. Here at Law Publicist Communications, we use online and offline resources to help you put on the map and keep people talking about you and your firm. We also offer coaching and consulting in traditional practice management for all attorneys, especially attorneys studying their law firms and those who find themselves in transition. Today's guest is attorney Jim Thompson, and Jim is well-known for helping attorneys get on track to earning more clients through simple, cost-effective activities. Jim retired from law practice after a successful career as a trial lawyer, and today Jim helps young and seasoned lawyers get more clients and grow their client base. Jim speaks to groups in the Chicago area on referral marketing, systems development, and the tremendous opportunities offered through video marketing. His website for more information is www.lawyersmarketingresource.com. Again, that's www.lawyersmarketingresource.com. Now, we do invite our callers' questions this afternoon. You can dial in either by, well, dial in by the telephone number of 917-889-9732 and press option 1 to be placed in the caller queue, or you can also email your questions to me directly at nick, N-I-C-K, at A-L-R-P-R-A dot com. Again, nick at A-L-R-P-R-A dot com. Again, we always do appreciate your questions and counterpoint. When calling in, please please be kind and mute your phone while waiting to make your comments so that we can avoid any unnecessary background noise. Now, by way of disclaimer, but before we get going here, this is a general information program, and the advice shared on this show does not constitute legal advice, and results may vary based on your facts and location. Communication with attorneys on this show does not give rise to an attorney-client relationship, and again, our programming is politically neutral and objective counterpart to views expressed on this show are always welcome. Law Talk Radio is produced by Law Publicist Communications, an AORPRA incorporated entity, and Law Talk Radio does not necessarily endorse all the opinions expressed by guests. Finally, all callers remain confidential and all rights to this broadcast are reserved. Our subject matter for today's program is Jim Thompson's discussion regarding some trends in legal marketing and the Lawyers Marketing Resource, the Midwest Consulting Group, and the Get Clients Now programs are all the channels through which uh, Jim works with lawyers to unlock the mystery to attorney marketing and referral client generation. Through several hands-on approaches, Jim teaches young as well as seasoned attorneys how to get more clients. As a monthly guest uh, in this episode, Jim will share some, again, trends in attorney marketing, focusing a little bit on video marketing and the use of testimonials and attorney videos, uh, other marketing uh, possibilities and avenues, and generally Jim's uh, research that he has found on what works with different advertising models. So, without further ado, Jim, how are you today? Hey, Nick. I'm doing absolutely wonderful. How are you? I am good. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing... uh, a lot of your research. I know we've talked a bit offline about some of the different things that are out there, and um, I suppose let's just uh, get right into the trends. What's your research that you've seen, and and where are we going? Yeah, Nick, and and let me kind of uh, preface this um, by by saying this 
um, some of this has started, and, and we were discussing with some other attorney clients and friends of mine about what is really going on out there with regard to um, the way attorneys are marketing their practices these days. And, and, and one of the things, obviously, is attorneys are still using the yellow pages, but they're, they're using them less and less, and they become, um, you know, quite expensive. I don't know where people are listening to this call, but I know in one area here, uh, to get a full-page ad in one county is a little over $5,000 per month. So that has become very, very expensive. Um, and a lot of attorneys are turning away from yellow pages or they're using yellow pages on a very limited basis, especially in light of the fact that um, so many attorneys now um, have gone ahead and have started using the um, their websites. And, and I want to talk a little bit about uh, today about websites, some of the things I've seen, some of the things I haven't seen, and then what we want to do is spend quite a bit of time on talking about a new trend that, that I see uh, developing, and that basically is using video um, on, your, on your website or video marketing, um, if you will. And <clears throat> what we want to talk about, uh, you know, websites, uh, quite frankly, there are some very nice attorney websites out there. There are some, I guess for lack of a better term, mediocre websites out there. And then uh, there are some websites that I don't think any attorney should be proud of, of having and being able to say they do have a website. Very few attorneys now uh, that I come across don't have a website. It's almost become you know, mandatory that, that there is a website out there, that you have a website. Um, and... Again, if you have a good website, we'll talk a little bit about what is a good website, what is not a good website. Um, that's that's one thing. If you have a mediocre website, uh, you know that may pass. But quite frankly, if you don't have a decent website, and again, we'll talk about what makes a decent website. It's like uh, thinking of it this way: Would you want to meet a client um, in a suit that you just it looked like you just got out of or slept in last night, a shirt that doesn't look like it's been cleaned in a week? Uh, shoes that haven't been shined. When you put a website out there that is not a decent-looking website, um, that's exactly what you're going to look like at to the public. So many more uh, clients are now doing their research on online, looking for attorneys uh, that uh, through through their websites. So, can you hear me, okay, Nick? Nick, are you out there? Yeah, I am. Go ahead. Keep going, Jim. Oh, I just I, I know we had some technical difficulties before. And I wanted to make sure I just heard something come in. So I wanted to make sure that uh, we were still still on the air. Yeah, we're good. Um okay, good. Um and and um one of the things I think every person listening to this program um ought to do and I've asked the different attorneys this question is when was the last time you have actually looked at your own website? Um, attorneys, uh, the ones I've worked with, uh, the answers have been anywhere from not since I put it up to, oh, we changed something a week or so ago, so I looked at it then. But quite frankly, most of the attorneys, and quite frankly, some of my other business clients that we work with too, um, once they put their website up, they never go back and look at it. And I, I find that amazing 
But then again, I know we get going, we get busy. We, there's so many things going on in our practice or in our lives that looking at our website doesn't seem to be one of those things as a lot of marketing uh, doesn't seem to be one of those things with many attorneys. But I would strongly urge that you go back, take a look and see what your website reflects. Take a look and see if that is the type of image, if you will, that you want to project to somebody that's going to go looking for you on your website. Um, one of the things just off the bat or off the, or off the top of my head that really sticks out from my standpoint is when I go to a, an attorney's website and there's a big under construction uh, sign. And, and especially if they've, and I've seen this with a couple of attorneys here who have, you know, fairly expensive um, uh, yellow page ads and they have their website listed. You go to their website and it says under construction. That okay, maybe okay for, I look at it today, I look at it a week from now, and I always make a note to kind of go back and see what's going on. I look at it a week from now and another week, and a month goes by and it's still under construction. That does not say much for the attorney, and quite frankly, um, you're probably much better off not even having a website than having something that is under construction. Having said that, it's also true that uh, you might be better off not having a website if it's one of those, if you can't be proud of your website. And I'm talking about, we're going to talk about two things. We're talking about, in, in general, the overall way that it looks um, and, and whether it's pleasing, aesthetically pleasing and that type of thing. Um, and it's easy to get around and, and, and look at different things. We're going to talk about how you might want to uh, do some quick changes that can probably help you out there. But... Um, I want to talk about, and there's basically um, two websites that we, we look at. One are or is the the websites that the big law firms have, the ones that are the, your, your downtown New York, your downtown Chicago, your downtown wherever, where the big law firms, you know, they got 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 attorneys, and their website is more for show. Uh, that, on that, that they, they've got to keep up with the Joneses, if you will, and they've got to have a real pretty, real nice website, and they've got all the attorneys hey, listed. Yes, sir. You know what I like to call it for branding, marketing and brand. Different purposes for different just wanted to toss that in there. I hear a lot of people saying, uh, our, our, you know, people with different websites have different um, uh, purposes for them, and some of them seem to have websites that are just really uh, for, you know, sort of a branding purpose that they, and actually I think what you mean by the overall, the bigger bigger firm sites. Yeah, that, uh, when I'm talking about that, I'm talking about, you know, the big, if, if I were talking in terms of corporations, you know, the Coca-Colas, the IBMs would all want really, really nice websites with all kinds of things on them. And, and those websites are fine. Uh, they've got the listing of the 35, 40 attorneys who all went to Harvard, graduated number one, all that stuff, that's fine. They've got to keep up with the Joneses, the big law firms, and their corporate clients. That's not what I'm really talking about. What I'm talking about are the attorneys, and I, I call them you know, the, the, the consumer attorneys. And these basically are the attorneys that have a website because they want a client to go to it look at it and become a client. These primarily are your bankruptcy attorneys, your personal injury attorneys, um, your divorce attorneys, and you know to some extent your criminal attorneys. I, I think maybe the best way to 
put an analogy. If you went and looked at the yellow pages, the guys with the big ads are those attorneys that are looking for consumers, uh, the customers, the general public to be coming and asking for their services. And so those are the websites that we're going to really be talking about. The other websites, they're fine. I don't want to even you know get into those because that's not my area of expertise. But um, when we're talking about the, the websites, we're talking and what we're going to be talking about from now on the rest of the show is the, the websites that relate to consumer law. And again, the four basic areas, and there's some other areas, estate planning and, and wills and trusts and some other lesser, but the big ones really are those, those that I mentioned. Um, and, and what we're going to talk about is those websites that, and I'm going to talk in general, so if this fits your website, please think in terms of I'm not being critical, but you want to maybe think about changing some things. Uh, what I've seen a lot of websites, they have these stock pictures, a picture of the city they're in, the picture of a courthouse, the picture of a courtroom, the picture of lawyers at a conference room table or in a library. These basically are the stock photos. They say nothing about your law firm. They say um, to a potential client um, that they go and check one website, they check another one, they check another one, and, and basically they all seem to have a lot of the same stock photos. If you have those on your website, you might want to think about uh, putting something else up there. Um, these are the websites that, that look alike. Uh, and what you really want to be doing with your websites, and we're going to talk about how you can do that in a minute, is distinguishing you from the other attorneys, from their websites. What do you do differently? Why should someone um, use your services as opposed to a lawyer down the street when they look at, at his websites? Um, and, 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 and one of the other things you've got to be really cognizant of is the consumer does not want to have to spend a lot of time finding information. Uh, by this, I, I went on a, I was looking at an attorney's, a personal injury attorney's website here uh, the other day, and it, it had all the nice pictures, et cetera, pictures of cars crashing and all the other stuff, but there was 16 pages of text, and, 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 and each page was devoted to like a workers' comp situation. Another page was devoted to, I think, motorcycle accidents. People today will not read that much content. They want to get the information very quickly. They want to get in, take a look at what you got, and then move on to the next website and see what theirs website or the other website is. So basically, you really, hey, really, yes, yeah, sir. Mm -hmm. You know what? I bet the reasoning was behind that site with all the different pages of different scenarios. I bet they were doing that for all those pages for search engine optimization. What do you think? <clears throat> well, that very well could be, but there's a whole bunch of different ways that that you can um, get your rankings up through the search en engine optimization. Um, and, and what? And, and here's the other thing: What good does it do you if you're, let's say, the number one personal injury attorney listed, and a potential client goes to that, you're number one, and they look at it and go, you know, I'm not going to sit around and read all this stuff. I'll go to the next it's website. It's I mean? you know, I think it, it I think it creates um, something. My you know, my father always talks about him being in, in radio. Um, it's always this listener fatigue, and I think it's similar to things that we see uh, as consumers reading websites and pages. If it's too much, it's just too much. It imposes too much on our time and our, our patience and our attention spans, and so we'll leave that website and go to something that's 
simple and you know isn't stressful. But anyways, I just wanted to hop in because we need to take a break for commercials and then we'll back. So we're going okay. to stop and give you some uh, sponsor announcement now. Our first commercial sponsor comes from the law office of Nancy K. Ducharme. Your business may be exposed to liability if your marketing materials and slogans infringe on another's intellectual property. When you need the right legal services to advance your creativity and guard against trademark infringement, call the law office of Nancy K. Ducharme. <clears throat> Attorney Nancy K. Ducharme brings big law firm experience and reputation to her intellectual property law firm, serving national corporate clients in areas <laughs> of trademark, copyright, internet law, and advertising law. You can find the law office of Nancy K. Ducharme by visiting www.nkdlaw.com and also by searching for the law office of Nancy K. Ducharme on Facebook. The law office of Nancy K. Ducharme is there to help you with your advertising copy review. Get in touch with Nancy today by visiting nkdlaw.com. And our second commercial sponsor is Steve Fletson and the Sales Results Incorporated Group. If you're an attorney who's struggling with developing your book of business, try calling Sales Results. For over six years, Sales Results has been helping attorneys to double or even triple their books through business development coaching programs. Just call them at area code 847-317-1575. That number again is 847-317-1575. Or visit Sales Results online at www salesresultsinc.com again that website is www.salesresultsinc.com now back to our Law Talk Radio program we do encourage our listeners to call in if they ever have any questions and also to give us feedback for shows uh, when we're not broadcasting live you can always send us an email or contact us through the website the contact page at alrpra.com alright now back to our program Jim um, right before the break we were talking about websites and some of the different thoughts on putting tons of content uh, on the site. Uh, and a lot of people do that because they want to have the search engine uh, scroller. I can't say the word today, sorry. The search engine crawlers, the web crawlers, they want them to come by, continue to come by to that website because they see there's all this you know, text and, and whatnot. And my quick suggestion to that is to people to clean it up and just have your website have information and things of simple, easy value. And the point where you want to put your uh, information for search engine purposes is in your blog. So you have your blog embedded into your site. It should be under your subdomain. So it should just be enough. You have your, your about page, your service page, resources, links, um, and then blog. It should be one of those main pages on your site, and that is where you have a good opportunity so that you can have your content there uh, and then have the rest of your pages be a little clearer. Because, Jim, I think you and I will both agree that uh, no one is going to read through you know, that much text in order to find out if it's an attorney who they, they like and are, and are interested in talking to. You know, Nick, and, and you kind of hit on something else there, too. It's, it's like... Um, uh, and, and maybe a suggestion I could could make here is go look at your own website. This is for the attorneys out there, and take a look at it and see if you would even want to spend any time looking at your website. Now, one of the problems sometimes is that attorneys get sold on doing a website, and that's fine, well, and good. But who does the content? Does the attorney write the content? Or does some web designer write your content? 
and, and if, if you as the attorney are not writing your own content, uh, or you have a, another attorney who specializes in, for instance, if they're a PI attorney uh, who writes websites, and that's very rare, but you need to look at it and see if you're conveying the message you want to get out there. Would that, would, would you, after reading your own, looking at your own website, go back to your website and say, hey, I love this website. I'm going to call this attorney up. If you can't do that, then you need to think about changing it. Here's another little tip. Go take some time and look at other attorneys' websites in your area. Uh, you know, go on. If you're a PI attorney, look at some of the PI websites, and not just in your area, but go look at them in another city you know, or another county. Just see what's going on. That may give you some ideas to change your website. Now, <clears throat> having said that, here is one of the real problems that I see with attorneys' websites, and that is attorneys loving to tell everybody how great they are, how many cases they've won, and you know how many verdicts and millions of dollars they got, and, and all those things, which are great. I don't want to take that away from you, but the, cons the person that's looking at your website doesn't really care about some of that stuff. Some of it may be important. What they care about is how can you, as the attorney, help me. I go to your website, and, 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 and I want to know what is it you can do for me that is going to benefit me. My, my wife just served me with divorce papers. I need to know some answers right now. Uh, my kid got arrested for drugs at Coway College yesterday. What can you do for me? Why should I call you? And that's what you need to convey to a potential client that is looking for that particular type of help. You can put it in your frequently asked questions, a number of different things. We're going to talk about videos in just a little bit here, but I wanted to just give you a background on websites and what I've seen in websites and, quite frankly, why they probably uh, aren't working for you. If they're working for you, if you're getting people to call off your website, if you're tracking that, and some of you may track it, some of you may not, but if you're not tracking it, um, track it. Ask, find out from your clients how they got to be clients of yours, how they came into your office. Because remember, this, this is the neat thing about attorneys, as opposed to a lot of other types of, and, and let's face it, we're all in the sales profession. We've got to sell our clients uh, or potential clients to use our services. But once you get that client in your door, you pretty much do not have to close them. You don't have to sell them in the traditional manner. Your selling has to take place in getting them to come into your office because once they're there, um, most of the time they are going to be a client of yours. So you've got to remember that your marketing effort really has to be in prospecting and getting those clients to call your office so that you can get them in. And one, one quick thing aside from that, I was with some attorneys, and I may have mentioned this before too, and I just three or four attorneys, I'm sitting with them, and I do this quite frequently to stir the pot. Um, if there's two or three, four attorneys around, I go, you know, who's the most important person in your law office? And, of course, the attorneys will all look at each other and go, you know, they don't want to say that they are, but they're thinking in their mind they are the most important part of that law firm. And then I'll say, no, you know who the most important person in your law firm is? Is the 
first person that answers that phone when a potential client calls. That could be the senior partner answers the phone, the, um, the paralegal answers the phone, a secretary, a receptionist. Whoever that person is, that is the f person that needs to be trained on how to calm that person down, uh, talk to them, because uh, most people are afraid to call lawyers, let's face it. So that's the person, that first person they're talking to has to be that voice that's calm, reassuring, and talks to them in terms of getting them into your office. So just keep that in the back of your mind. I'm kind of off topic a little bit, but, you know, I want to uh, just mention it. But here's the other thing with a lot of attorneys' websites. They're very nice. They look nice. They talk about what they can do. But then there's really no call to action. There's nothing that says, okay, you got this problem. You need to call me right away. Some of them do. Some of the websites um, talk about, you know, making that initial call. They talk about... Um, initial free consultation, whatever, whatever it takes to get that person to call you. I've seen some where they give you an initial free consultation over the phone. Uh, some obviously get you into their office. Uh, I, it's just my opinion. I think every attorney ought to give a free consultation because there's so many attorneys doing it, and if you don't do that, people are just going to keep on calling because they don't want to spend the money um, with you until they know what they're spending their money for. I don't want to go in and see an attorney um, based on you know, a website or something, and the guy says, well, I'm going to charge you $300 an hour whether you like me or not. I'm going to keep on going to find that lawyer that I will go in. That lawyer might not charge me. I may not be comfortable with that lawyer. I can go find another one. But I haven't spent $300 to find out whether I like the guy or whether I have confidence in him. So, again, again that's just something kind of an aside, but um, we've pretty much covered websites. Now what I want to talk about is, quite frankly, what has been going on with regard to websites and with regard to putting a video on your websites. Now, I don't know where you know some of the people here uh, on the call practice and, and whether or not that's starting to, to really take off, but I will tell you in this area um, where I'm at right now, Lawyers are starting to do it. And uh, let me just say one thing, though. Um, there are some lawyers that have put, quote, video, and I say, quote, video, <clears throat> on their websites because this is a generic video done by Dex or somebody else that they put up uh, a short little video that is very generic. Uh, there's a little voiceover. It's really not of the law firm. And they may mention, you know, call such and such law firm. But at the end, if you look at some of these, you'll see Dex has their logo going all the way across the video. Um, if, if that's all you can do, well, then, you know, that's what you need to be doing. But I tell you, quite frankly, um, that makes you as a law firm uh, look very cheap, uh, having Dex or Yellow Pages uh, put that up because it's not really even your video. So let's get back right into um, a couple of the reasons. And there's basically two reasons to um, uh, have video. And, and one is to provide the type of information that people are out there searching for. And the other reason is to set the standards by which every other website will be judged by potential clients. 
we're going to get into these in a little more detail, but let me just kind of touch base on setting the standard by which your website will be judged. Um, you know, it, it started out, and maybe the analogy is maybe not that good, but people had yellow page ads. Then they had to go to half page ads, and they had to go full page ads. Um, then websites came on, or billboards, or TV ads. And so everybody had to get bigger and better and, and start doing more and more. One of the nice things about about websites is it pretty much levels the playing field if you do it well. Not everybody can have the back cover of a yellow page. Not everybody can have a billboard. Not everybody can have a full page ad in a yellow page and pay five or six thousand dollars per month. But with a website, a really good website, that kind of levels the playing field. Having said that, and because it levels the playing field, you as the attorney have to do something different so that you will stand out. We'll talk about some of those things that you can do to, to have you stand out. But um, basically, uh, if you want to think about it, if, if that's, and, and Nick made the, the comment, they, they, there's a lot of text on there to get your, your ranking higher on the SEO, um, on your search engine optimization, so you get high. So you're up number one. So as a potential customer, I look at your client, I look at yours, and okay, fine. Then I look at the next one because I'm probably going to check out two or three. And so I'm going to look at the maybe the next one and maybe three, maybe the fourth one down because you want to get up as high as you can, uh, obviously. So I um, – and there's all kinds of tricks and things. And, and, and Yahoo – I mean, Google is changing the way they, they grade websites every day. So just because somebody says they can get you up today doesn't mean they know what they're doing tomorrow. Um, quite frankly, so you have to watch that very closely. But um, I, I go on, I go on a your website saying you do have a nice video, and we'll talk about what makes a nice video in a little bit. Okay, hey, I like that. And then I go to look at the next video or the next website, and I go look at the next, and I go, you know, they, they, they're all pretty equal. But you know what? I like that one that the guy did with the video. I kind of connected with him. So that's going to set you apart. Even if you're third down the road, you, people are going to say, well, why is he on video? He must have something that the other ones don't have. That's the guy I want to call. That's the guy I want to talk to. And it, uh, you know, makes you much more um, uh, noticeable, if you will, much more accessible. So that's one of the reasons you want to have a, a very good video. And we're going to talk about not just having one video, but many videos, and how you can do some of that. But um, you're gonna you're gonna have a video, many videos on your website, then you're going to set the standard. So jump ahead of the game right now, and instead of paying, you know, for a full yellow page ad, you can put a video on your website, and it's going to stay there. It's going to keep being seen over and over and over again, and you have clients, customers that basically are saying, hey, I like him. I like the way he talks. I like the way he educates me. Um, he's answered my questions. I had these questions, and through some of his videos he's put on that, that are more than that just welcoming video, he's answered my questions. I'm going to go in. I want to go in and, and, and talk to that guy. Um, what, what a video does, and think about this, as opposed to like yellow pages or even a static um, web page, where even if you have your picture on the web page, um, that doesn't show your personality. Your personality doesn't come through. It doesn't show generally 
um, the type of knowledge you might have in a given area. Sure, you can write out, you know, 16 pages of text, but if I'm not going to read that 16 pages of text, I don't know, you may have graduated, you know, number one from, you know, the Harvard Law School, but I don't care because I'm not going to read that text. Whereas if you're talking hey, on a video, yes, sir. Speaking about 16 pages of text, I've got 16 pages of news to read over here. <laughs> okay. Just kidding. It's time for a break. <laughs> it's time for a break, but I believe I, I can tell I, as I'm listening to a lot of your comments, I believe with I believe wholeheartedly so much uh, that what Jim is saying is very true, and it's just become it comes from talking to so many different people and surveying different thoughts and attitudes, and I think that there is a, a tendency. Within the profession, uh, sometimes this is my comment, but it seems that a lot of people ask, and you know, this is from my own experience as well. People ask each other what they're doing, you know, what's on your website, you know, who did it, who wrote the copy, and um, a lot of people are doing what others have done, and just for lack of not having a different benchmark to look at. So, it's important to uh, look at different things, how you can level the playing field, and have a website that is nicer and better and people like. So uh, all of this is very true, so I believe in what Jim's saying. So we're going to come back uh, with Jim Thompson in just one moment after I bring you today's daily legal news and then a message from uh, our uh, third commercial sponsor, which is uh, Mr. Jim Thompson himself. So first let's go ahead with some daily legal news. Again, we always go through the daily news of the day and try to keep us all up to pace with what's going on. And today I found an article on Bloomberg's website, again, talking about the Wisconsin Supreme Court and their race to decide the union law's fate. It's uh, interesting that I note that every last daily legal news I've read, it seems, for the past three or four or five shows, has been over this debacle with the uh, in individuals in Wisconsin trying to figure out whether their law is uh, going forward or not. So uh, this, I'll re just read you this. This comes from, again, from Bloomberg.com and their news, and the titles Wisconsin Supreme Court Race May Help Decide Union Law's Fate, written by Mark Niquette and Maria Rode, uh, posted April 4, 2011, and it reads, and I quote, A nonpartisan election for Wisconsin Supreme Court justice has been transformed into a proxy for battle over Republican Governor Scott Walker's law curbing collective bargaining for public employees. Groups inside and outside the state are pouring money into the contest tomorrow between Justice David T. Prosser and challenger Joanne Kloppenberg. The outcome may shift the court's ideological balance and determine how a legal challenge to the Wisconsin law is decided, said Maura Dacey Lee, an assistant professor of government affairs at University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. Quote, this is not merely a symbolic referendum on public opinion about the collective bargaining bill. It is substantively about the collective bargaining bill, said Lee, a state lawmaker from 1976 to 1990. Uh, in a telephone interview, Mr. Lee said, this is a swing seat on the Wisconsin Supreme Court that will probably eventually decide this issue, uh, end quote. The election will send a strong message, said Charles Franklin, a political science professor at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. If Kloppenberg wins, it will tell Republicans they may pay a price for the governor's initiatives. According to Prosser, a victory will show that Republicans can weather the storm of opposition by Democrats and unions to a law Walker championed that limits bargaining for public workers, he said. 
So, again, he says the stakes are high and the potential political blowback from this is strong. The uh, article goes on to say that the Wisconsin law limits most public workers to bargaining for wages alone. Uh, raises can't exceed inflation unless voters agree. The measure requires increased contributions for health care, coverage, and pensions. Debates about government workers' bargaining and benefits are also unfolding in states including Ohio, New Jersey, and Indiana. So there's more and more on um, this article. Uh, is quite lengthy, and there are many more out there. So go take a look, if you want, at Bloomberg. Their title, Wisconsin Supreme Court Race, may help decide union law's fate. So I always think it's interesting um, how different uh, different sites will pick up and run different news pieces and how this story particularly has uh, had so such global, uh, it seems, uh, global impact. I noticed on TV I saw some individuals in Egypt when they were rallying. I mean, this is how long this has been going on, this battle in Wisconsin. The, uh, the Egyptians in Tahrir Square, some people had signs that said, we support Wisconsin teachers. So, um, <laughs> yeah, other people I've heard have said that the amount of their budget deficit in Wisconsin is so small that it seems bizarre that this is such news when the amount of money that we're really talking about is, you know, pales in comparison to what some other states are dealing with. But, um, you know, it, it's really all about the judicial process and uh, a fair government. So it should be interesting to see how this unwinds. So that's our daily legal news. I've gone a little bit over for that. So um, I want to bring you a message from our next sponsor, who is our friend on the line. It's Jim Thompson in the Get Clients Now program. If you want to get more clients now, then there's a seasoned attorney and marketing coach you need to talk to. Jim Thompson's program called Get Clients Now will help you take the crucial steps towards increasing your firm's revenues. The Get Clients Now program employs various time-honored techniques to help you attract new business and encourage referrals. Jim is a recurring guest on our Lawyer's Toolbox show regarding attorney marketing. And to learn more about Jim Thompson and the Midwest Consulting Group, please visit Lawyer's marketingresource.com the website again is www.lawyersmarketingresource.com and also check out the testimonials on this website ALRPRA strongly endorses the Get Clients Now program and understands the personal accountability component of this course you can get in touch with Jim Thompson today by emailing him at jet at midwestconsultants.net once more Jim's email is jet at midwestconsultants.net you can also get in touch with Jim Thompson by calling into the show and telephone number is 917-889-9732 of course option 1 to be placed in the caller queue we also want to remind you that most of our listeners do share and find our broadcast links within their social networks Many people find our shows on their friends' Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn pages, and we all thank you for sharing the programming with other people. So, now back to Jim. Jim, we were talking about websites and the uh, 16 pages of text that many people have on there, and who knows sometimes who's writing it or whether it's well-written or not, but one thing I want to toss in there is whoever is doing your copy, make sure that they are going sentence by sentence through uh, keyword tools and generators to ensure that you're using the right phraseology that the search engines will match with those who are looking to find you. So, Jim, back to you. Yeah, Nick, and, and what you just said about using the keywords and the search engine optimization, um, it, that's very, very important. So, if I mean, if you have somebody doing your website for you, make sure that they are aware of, 
uh, and they should be. But, you know, again, I've seen some websites up there that, uh, quite frankly, look like they were done by someone who um, uh, maybe I know we've seen that ad where the, the, the guy is asking his daughter's boyfriend why he doesn't get anybody coming to his website because, you know, the daughter's wait, boyfriend. Wait, 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 wait. I, I have a better one. Jim. Okay. Jim, you know the uh, the ads where they have the the monkeys jumping up and down. I forget. <laughs> the, <laughs> I don't know who the vendor is, um, <clears throat> but there's a site where I think it's a career builder ad um, where uh-huh. they have the monkeys in the office jumping up and down and like hanging from the shingles. Sometimes I wonder if that's what's going on at some people's offices, or maybe those are the maybe the monkeys are writing the website. So I just want to throw off the yeah. Who, who knows? It, you know, it, it is crazy. <laughs> But, you know, one of the things I want to mention, and and I mention this just about to every lawyer I talk to uh, with regard to their marketing, and and things have changed quite a bit in the sense that we are now in an era, if you will, of what we call relationship marketing. Um, Your clients uh, need to, and and referral partners and this type of thing, need to know, like, and trust you before they're going to either hire you or refer clients to you. And obviously, when a new potential client is going through either the Yellow Pages or your website, and it's static, and they may see a picture of you, um, and they may see uh, a lot of text there, that does not convey to them, um, you know, this, this warm, fuzzy no like and trust feeling. Uh, you're just a, a an inanimate object, if you will, on a on a website or the yellow page. That's why so many people have changed from, you know, yellow pages to websites because that's what we had. And now that we have the ability that more and more not say ability, but the the fact that more and more attorneys are discovering what video on a website can do, um, it, it's it, that's that's the coming thing. Quite frankly, I. I was talking to somebody the other day. I don't, I don't remember who it was, but they said in probably, oh, what was it, uh, 80% of online content will be video within the next 36 months. So, you know, get ahead of the curve. Think about it. That, uh, that's that's kind of continue. So basically, when you're doing a video, um, your personality comes across. Your knowledge of the subject comes across. Uh, obviously, you can't claim yourself to be an expert. You know, the different states have different laws as to, you know, what you can claim as far as whether or not you have expertise in a particular area, but you're not doing that. You're just by telling people uh, what the process is or what to look for or how things work, you're not uh, claiming to be an expert, but quite frankly you are because people are looking at you and listening to you and they're they're taking in what you're saying as being expert. So you can get away with being an expert without claiming to be an expert. Um, the, the, the people see you and uh, they have confidence. They've developed this confidence in you. Now, again, you've got to have that type of personality that's going to bring people into your office. Uh, if you get up there and you do a video and it's totally dry and there's no personality and you know, that type involved, well, quite frankly, maybe you shouldn't be doing the video. But having said that, um, the next best thing, if you don't want to do your video yourself for a number of reasons, um, you can hire an actor. 
you know, we 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 see all these TV commercials with actors and that. There's there's an upside to that. I would I would really recommend not doing that at all because uh, when they could say say a client potential client comes into your office, um, they're going to be looking for that actor as opposed to seeing you. But again, if you uh, totally do not want to do a video of yourself. Then that's that's possibly another another area you can explore. But again, uh, that's that's almost a last alternative. Because here's something you want to think about: um, when a good videographer comes out and they do a half a day or a full day shoot, um, that's one thing. It's the editing that really is going to make your video stand out. Um, and, and, and I've had people say, well, they can come out for a full day or a half day or whatever it is, just take some, and we're, we're going to get into doing it yourself in just a minute, but just take some, some video and uh, put it up on my website and it'll look fine. Well, quite frankly, it won't. I, there, there has to be a lot of editing involved in there. Uh, think about this. Think about the live TV shows that we used to have versus now everything is, is, is pre-recorded. Well, when they pre-record it, they cut out all the um, of the goofs, the mistakes, and things of that nature, and that's what the editing really does. And that's really kind of the crux of of a good videographer is the is the editing. So, uh, and I like this. Some people have said, well, you know, uh, what is the cost? And that can vary. It depends on a number of different things. So I'm not going to get into cost here. But one of the things that, that sometimes uh, clients ask me and we talk about it is, well, I had the guy come out for, say, a whole day. He did a whole day shoot, and they're going to charge me X for it. And I look at him and I go, yeah. And it's kind of like, and lawyers do get this. If I come in and I sit in your office for an hour and tell you what my situation is, you may spend another 5 to 10 to 15 hours uh, that you bill me for that you I never see what you do for me. So that's kind of what you got to look at when somebody talks about, you know, doing a video shoot in the editing. So when you look at the cost, it really isn't just uh, the taking the video itself. Um, the other thing we're talking about, too, is, is when somebody sees you, that's really two-dimensional. It's not three-dimensional because you're not there, but with a video, it's two-dimensional as opposed to that one-dimensional you know, looking out on a web page or on a on a yellow pages. Uh, the interesting thing, and this is what they found when they've done some studies of this, is that when you are there conversing with someone, um, when somebody's watching your video, it's like you are personally taking the time to connect with them. That again builds a great amount of trust, a great amount of confidence in that person that is there watching you talk to them, and and that's exactly what you're doing. Because if somebody's on a computer with a video that they're looking at, you are basically sitting in their living room having a conversation with them and talking to them about your case. Again, you're building up that knowing, liking, and trust factor. Um, hey, Jim. Yes, sir. I just want to hop in because we need to stop for commercial breaks. But I okay. just, I, such a good, good, good comment on what you're talking about with the connection that people make. And again, one of the things we look at is uh, psychology and 
it just it, it was my happy accident that I was a psych major for a while in college before I switched to communications, journalism, broadcast. But it, at the time, um, you know, I wasn't sure how that would later help me. But I always think about what makes people, uh, motivates people, sensation, uh, perception, all of these things that, you know, when you're so busy focusing on your law practice and uh, substantive law and cases and litigation, it's different practice and theory to sometimes step away and think about uh, the psychological elements um, of your website and things like that. But I'll tell you what, the people who are in the business of uh, helping you put together websites with video do think about that and make a lot of sense. And it was only when I started looking for uh, people to work with on developing uh, video for clients, uh, I learned about that. Another thing is that when you see it, uh, the movement uh, is good on the screen. People moving around or standing or some sort of movement because when we are normally are watching TV, that's something you don't even notice. So next time you see an interview, um, notice how there's a little bit of movement there because it's naturally how uh, our eyes see things and because we're naturally, you know, we're not stationary objects. We're, you know, people. So uh, there's so much interesting goes into uh, the art of all this. So we'll be right back with Jim with more of his comments on attorney websites and video in a moment. We're going to first bring you our final commercial sponsor and uh, some law practice management resources. Today, from the ABA Web Store and ABA Publishing, we have a title, Social Media for Lawyers, The Next Frontier. Uh, this one we've uh, told you about several times because we think it's very important. So, The world of legal marketing has changed with the rise of social media sites such as LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Law firms are seeking their company's attention with tweets, videos, blog posts, pictures, and online content. Social media is fast and delivers news at record pace. Social Media for Lawyers, The Next Frontier is a book that provides you with a practical goal-centric approach to using social media in your law practice that will enable you to identify social media platforms and tools that fit your practice and implement them easily, efficiently, and ethically. So again, that title from the ABA Publishing and ABA Web Store is Social Media for Lawyers, The Next Frontier. Uh, one comment I'll make again, social media, I think some people have lost uh, the, the definition there. Social media really does mean videos, blogs. It's not just Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Those are just social uh, media, social networking websites, but social media as a topic is much more broad. So our next uh, law practice management resource message comes from the Law Bulletin Publishing Company. When you subscribe to the Chicago Daily Law Bulletin and Chicago Lawyer Magazine, you will receive up-to-date legal news from Chicago and around Illinois. Also, check out the Law Bulletin blog, Attorneys in Transition, which offers advice and tips for those lawyers going through a career transition. It also hosts a monthly career seminar for lawyers in flux in their careers. I am one of the weekly advice columnists published by the Attorneys in Transition site, and I hope that you do stop by and leave your comment at attorneysintransition.com. And our finally, final law practice management resource comes from your very own ALRPRA uh, entity, Law Publicist Communications. Are your clients and colleagues talking about you? What do they say? Do you need to create a logo, a website, or a brand image? Do you have the time to do all of these things yourself, or does your staff? Hand the keys over to us and let us help you make sense of public relations for law firms and businesses. ALRPRA's Law Publicist Communications is a public relations agency serving lawyers and professional services firms. We put you on the map and get people talking about you and your firm. 
please visit alrpra.com or search in Google for Law Publicist Communications for more information. We do have a blog that we uh, recently uh, published last week that talks about specifically how law firms may outsource their social media administration through public relations firms. It's uh, something that a PR firm does that not everyone realizes. So there's a good, uh, on the ALRPRA.com site, there is a the blog section. It's one from last week. So our final commercial break comes from our friend, credit damage expert, George Finder. Your credit score and reputation are valuable assets. If you suffer damage to your credit score, you should consider your damages. Credit damage expert George Finder is an expert who can put a dollar amount on damage to your credit score. George Finder is one of the only credit damage experts in the country, and the attorneys and plaintiffs who retained his services have earned huge damage awards in various practice areas such as employment law, personal injury, family law, and general civil litigation. By learning to incorporate credit damage questions into the intake process, you and your staff will learn how to spot credit damage events worthy of retaining George Finder's credit damage analysis services. Available nationwide, credit damage expert George Finer is available for consulting on damage to credit reputation. The credit damage expert website is full of resources and a video. Please visit www.creditdamageexpert.com. Once more, that's creditdamageexpert.com to learn more about George Finder and his expert services. Now, again, before we go back to Jim Thompson to round out our show, we want to encourage anyone who has questions, comments, or counterpoints to call into the show, 917-889-9732, option 1, and or send your questions or comments through the website, through the contact page, or email directly to me at nick, N-I-C-K, at A-L-R-P-R-A dot com. All right, Jim, let's get back to our discussion. Please share more of your information about uh, videos. Okay, Nick, one of the things I want to kind of back up a little bit, one of the things that happens when, um, and you mentioned, uh, let me just kind of digress just a bit, and I'll give away my age, but there was a book out when I was coming along uh, called The Hidden Persuaders, which talked about everything that they do, and this was many years ago. Now there's a new book that I just got, and I haven't really gotten into it. It's, it's called Persuasion, Persuasion Marketing or whatever. So there's really a science to all this, and, and quite frankly, you just can't go and you know pop something up and people are going to automatically come to you. So you need to have the experts help you with this. But one of the things that happens, quite well, frankly... Jim, can I add something? Sure. It, it, there's the influencers and the audience. You have your audience and your people who you're intending as clients and then people who influence them. So the influences are the people who publish the blogs, publish the trade journals, the people who make client referrals. So you have to be thinking about those two different things. So that's just my PR tip. So, Beck, sorry about that. Just go ahead. You were saying? <laughs> okay, okay, great. Uh, well, one of, the things, one of the things they've noticed is when there's a video up and that client picks you to come in and see you because of basically your video, that client basically is pre-sold. You don't have to go through that process, that introductory process of explaining what you do and how you can help them because they've already seen that. 
So basically, they're coming in, they're sitting down across from you, and they're chomping at the bit saying, you know, Nick, I want to hire you because I saw what you can do and I really believe in you, as opposed to you having to sit there and, and again, tell them how great you are and all the things you can do and, and explain to them how you can handle their case, etc. So they're basically pre-sold. Now, let's talk about some specific things you need to do when you do a video. Um, uh, I have attorneys, and as I mentioned earlier, that have a video up. They have a nice welcoming video. Uh, when I say a nice welcoming video, some of them do. Some of them have the, the canned video, if you will, that uh, you know, uh, there's an actor that's done it, and you see these videos on, you know, a lot of the websites. And then, if, like I said, at the bottom it comes Yellow Book or Dex or whoever has done it. So really, it's not a very professional way to do it. So, you know, if that's the best you can do, well, I guess do it. And Dex, I think, even charges extra to do something like that. So, you know, you're paying for something that may not look that good, and you may not be getting what you're thinking. What you really want to look at doing is doing a video, kind of a short welcoming video, and then taking possibly, and, and, and this is where you really need to sit down with somebody that understands what you do, your practice, where they can sit down and kind of coach you, if you will, as to some of the questions you should be talking about or some of the things you should be talking about. For instance, look at your frequently asked questions section if you have one. If you don't have one on your website, then you need to put one up. What are some of the questions that people mostly want to know? In, say you're a personal injury lawyer. You know, one of the things they might want to know is how long is my case going to take? One of the things they might want to know is how much is it going to cost me? Um, things of that nature. What can you expect? What should I be doing? Um, maybe maybe they're they're worried about maybe they saw somebody out uh, uh, videotaping them or whatever, or you can give them tips on things that they don't need to be doing uh, if they have a case. So you could have seven, eight, nine, ten short videos. When I say short, they could be anywhere from a minute to two and a half minutes, depending on the subject. Talking about. Um, you know, a frequently asked questions, like in divorce cases. You, you know, again, uh, a client may be calling in wanting to know, um, can they get custody of their kids? What goes into getting the child custody? What goes into whether or not, uh, as a, as a, the, the alimony has to be paid? Uh, what are, what is the amount of child support? These are questions that people want to know. And you can answer those questions on your website. Now, I've had some attorneys say, well, gee, I don't want to put that out there because I'm educating them. And I want them to come into my office. And I want to educate them on that. Well, <laughs> you know what? You're missing the boat. The more you can educate your client, when that client says, boy, I really like what he told me about child support or child custody or whatever the issue happens to be, that's the guy I want to go see as opposed to not educating them. And then again, you get into this other area. Do you have to educate them when they come in your office? Sure, you may be able to, quote, bill them for some of the time they're sitting across from you, but you know what? Your time can be better spent with more clients, bringing more clients in. So let's say that you have to spend an extra half hour with John uh, explaining the ins and outs of um, alimony. Well, okay, you bill them. But can you maybe have spent that half hour better marketing your services, bringing in more clients? That's what you got to look at is, is, you know, what is the value of your time? Um, and, again, let me go back to this. Your 
video needs to be focused on what you can do for them. They want to know what you are about, what you can do for me. They don't care anything at all really about you know, how great an attorney, how many degrees, and all this other stuff that you have. Um, that might be important for the big law firms downtown, but you as a, uh, I call consumer lawyer, um, they don't want to know that. They want to know, as I said, what can you do for them? You can answer those questions in a frequently asked, you know, question type of video. Again, it doesn't have to be all that long. Um, the other thing, too, um, if, 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 if I go on your website and you've got this nice frequently asked questions, I, ask, I find out those answers. I go to the next website. They don't have that. They may have them written. I go to the next website. They don't have that. So guess what? I'm coming back to you because you answered my questions. So, so that's, that's one of the things that's really, really important. Um, and then, again, clients are going to bookmark you know, where they were, and then they're going to come back to you. Um, now, one of the things that, uh, uh, <laughs> quite frankly, I get this question quite a bit because I do have a couple of uh, video production companies that I'll recommend when an attorney wants to do it. And they'll go, well, Jim, I can just get one of them flip cameras, take my own pictures, put it up, and it'll be fine. And you know what? You can do that. I don't want to discourage you and tell you you can't do it. However, here's what you got to think about. Um, number one, what kind of quality is it going to be? Is that video going to come across as second or third rate? And, you know, John Smith down the road has a real nice video that comes up. Yours comes up very grainy. The video doesn't, or the speech, and I've seen a couple of these just recently where the lawyers are talking and the, there's, there's no synchronization between his mouth moving and the words coming out. You don't want that. Um, you want to be very professional about it. So you can go out and you can learn how to do it. Um, there's a medical malpractice attorney in New York City, Gary Ozinski, who has done a ton of videos. And he goes around the country, actually will do videos for clients, and they'll charge somewhere in the neighborhood of $20,000 to do his videos. Um, what my clients pay and the production companies we use don't charge anywhere near that. But they're paying for you know, a lot of things, him coming out there and a number of other things. But one of the things he says is, yeah, go do your own video because um, it's going to take you longer to learn how to do it. You've got to learn editing. You've got to learn lighting. You've got to go buy the lights. You've got to buy the screens. You've got to, you know, uh, learn how to edit. And then you're going to be all frustrated because it didn't come out well. And then guess what? How many hours have you spent doing that versus what your billable rate is versus how much you could have been making at your billable rate versus how much it actually costs you. So those are things you can take into consideration. My suggestion is, um, unless you're one of these experts that has done video before for other things, don't even attempt it. It will frustrate you to no end. And I have seen some um, some lawyers that, that have tried to do it on their own, and they spent hours, and they end up um, going back, and I kind of chuckle because it's it's like you think about oh home repairs. I know how to. I'm a plumber, right? No, but I know how to fix that faucet. So I go to Home Depot. I get all the tools and all this other stuff, and I spend three hours trying to fix this faucet. And guess what? It doesn't get fixed. I spend three hours. I got to call the plumber anyway. So that's what's going to happen. You're going to spend your time doing your you know your own video, and you're going to 
not it's not going to come out right, and then you're going to hire somebody to do it right. So you might as well hire somebody, or at least talk to somebody initially to to see about doing it. Um, again, hey Jim, I got a comment too. Okay, sure. And then we got to wrap things up pretty quickly, so I'll ask you for your final comments. But one of the things that I noticed is that sometimes we're too close to our own uh, websites, marketing, etc. And having another set of eyes and someone to look at it fresh is such a beneficial thing from time to time because, again, we sort of are too close to things and have a tendency to fall in love with our own work. It's just the nature of the beast. So if you could finish up with some final comments, and then we got to get going here. Okay, just a couple of quick things. Number one, um, and I sometimes tell clients um, that, Maybe they, especially if there's a big law firm, or not a big law firm, but two or three lawyers, have each lawyer do something. Talk Each lawyer talked about something. And one of the other things I've been suggesting sometimes is have the paralegals mention it. And maybe even have the secretary make a, a, a short video of, of welcoming, welcoming the people and mentioning, because that's the first person they're going to see. One other thing that, you know, um, I really want to, you know, and of course you're going to, you know, phone number is going to be up there and you're going to be calling them to action and all this. Here's something else you can do that you can't do probably any other way is live testimonials. Now, sometimes that's a little difficult in the legal profession, I know. But if you've got a client that has been really pleased with your services, get a video and put that up as a testimonial. There's nothing better than seeing some average person you know, not an actor, get up and say, boy, you know, I use Nick's services. He was great. You know, every time I had a problem, I could call him on the phone. He'd call me back right away. Bingo. Now, if that was written, they probably wouldn't even read that. But if there's a live person giving you a testimonial, fantastic. Okay, real quick, let me wrap up, Nick. Um, and I'll say just, I'll say it very, very simply. Um, number one, you have to do video if you want to stay ahead of the game and bring in clients. Uh, one thing you need to do is take some action immediately. Start thinking about the process. Go back and look at your website, and then get on the phone and call somebody that, that you know has done video, that you can find out who production company that will do the video for you. Start that process. Start tomorrow, because you really can't come too soon. And then... By doing that, guess what? You are going to be the go-to lawyer that people are going to want to come and see. And I will almost guarantee you that your return on investment for what you're going to have to pay to get video up and keep it, you know, so that clients keep on coming to your website is far, far going to or your, your, the amount you're going to get from clients because of that, the money that they're going to bring to you as clients is going to be far, far exceed what it's going to cost you to put that up there. So yeah. these are just some things uh, I hope you'll take into consideration. And, boy, that hour goes fast, Nick. <laughs> it really does. It really Well, there's so much good information, and I'm glad that we're putting it out there because – too many people are in the dark when it comes to what they should be doing, and again, I think people just um, you know, look at what their neighbors are doing and sort of do the same thing. I found that to be a problem just in family practice with, um, it's interesting, like interrogatories. You can have a really good set of interrogatories in, in domestic relations, and other people, when they see that, they say, oh, I really like that. I really So there's a tendency to, um, to look at what other people are doing, and if other people are all following in the same line with not changing it, 
you know, doing websites that, again, might have worked um, many years ago. And I think that, again, when search engine optimization was just a newer thing, people, of course, search engine uh, opt optimization has always been around, but um, it's only within the last few years I think it's caught in a lot of speed and attention. And I think that some of the tricks that they used in SEO um, in the, the days getting going, they did work. And there were pages and pages and pages and pages on all these sites. Um, you know, So the idea of taking that stuff off and um, replacing it with blogs and content and other things and videos is just kind of a new thing. So things are always changing. So what was the case five years ago may not be the case today. My final comments are that there are many vendors out there who seem to have an assumption that attorneys have more money than they could ever know what to do with. So let's charge <laughs> the attorneys all the money we can charge them. And if we all charge them thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, um, you know, I've heard about people, you know, who are leasing websites and paying thousands a month just for the having the website. So uh, I think it's a problem, and I think that people should shop around and call several places, get several quotes, find out, ask questions. Don't assume that the big legal vending companies are having your best interest in mind. You have to remember that West is probably, and I don't want to speak badly about West in particular, but um, any, anyone who's offering a lot of database services now, Google is, is uh, on their tail. Google Scholar now allows us to do legal research um, right from Google. And if I were at one of the, uh, you know, Lexus or West, um, I'd be a little nervous about that, so I'd be in the game of websites and uh, packaging things together, try to uh, you know, make some more money. So um, it's just use critical thought, ask around, ask different people. I'm always shocked at what people are paying and expecting that to be normal. You can pay a lot less and get a much better product if you just do some time and hunt around. And uh, you know, in, so again, it's like going to a doctor, getting your car worked on. Uh, it's just it was worth your time to poke around and educate yourself a little bit if you are going to outsource some of these functions. So, uh, Jim, thank you for your, all your comments today on videos, and I know that we will uh, be having a, a video company uh, on our program coming up very soon, and they're going to talk about some of the things that they do uh, in different ways that they've incorporated some of these testimonials uh, to really boost things. And I've seen some of these. Again, I was very critical of video because originally where it seemed that there was a, you know, very expensive production quality and movie set video, and then there were people you know, sitting in the chair with a webcam um, and not a lot in between. So as it's been, become more prevalent, I think there are more people who are offering video, and we have a team uh, of people that we're going to make an introduction to coming up on one of our uh, coming episodes, and that will be a good thing. So I'm looking forward to that. So, hey, Jim, I just want to thank you for your time and being on the show today. Look, I just want to say one more thing. You've given out my yep. email address, and if anybody has any questions or thoughts, please email me, and I will uh, respond to just about everyone that or to everyone that does uh, have a question because, uh, like I say, I think this is the coming thing. Well, quite frankly, I know it is the coming thing, and you need to be ahead of the curve, and I want to see attorneys make as much money as possible. That's right, right. Do you want to give them a phone number, too? Yeah, my phone number is 708-785-4022, and the email is jet at Midwest Consultants. That's with an S, dot net.
All right. I want to thank Jim. I also want to thank our listeners, and thank you also to our sponsors. We have, number one, Nancy K. Ducharme of the Law Office of Nancy K. Ducharme. Secondly, Steve Fretzen and the Sales Results Incorporated Group. Three, Jim Thompson of the Midwest Consulting Group and the Get Clients Now program. And four, credit damage expert George Finder. Now, for our archive shows, please visit ALRPRA.com forward slash law talk radio that has hyphens in it so you might just want to google law talk radio for the page on our website with our archive broadcast we also do send out weekly email communications that aggregate all of our radio shows attorneys in transition columns and uh, blog content to share with everyone so if you are interested in receiving that you can always go to alrpra.com and go to the drop down on the bottom well it's actually the bottom right page of the website there's a spot where you can enter your email address and then you will automatically receive those communications. So we also want to share with you again our final disclaimer that this is a general information program and the advice shared on the show does not constitute legal advice. Results may vary based on your facts and location. Communication with attorneys on this show does not give a rise to a discerning-client relationship and our programming is politically neutral and objective. Counterpoints to views expressed are always welcomed. Law Talk Radio is produced by Law Publicist Communications, an ALRPRA incorporated group, and Law Talk Radio does not necessarily endorse all the opinions expressed by guests. Finally, all callers remain confidential and all rights to this broadcast are reserved. Again, these Law Talk Radio episodes are programmed so that we can bring our attorney and non-attorney audiences the tips, tools, and practice area information and news they can use to be better informed practitioners and consumers of legal services. And with our guests and locators listening, sorry, with guests and listeners located worldwide, we appreciate the opportunity to use this socially networked radio program and bring people together to share collective intelligence. Again, this is Nick Augustine for Law Talk Radio, and we thank you for your time.